G'day everyone and welcome to the Coach Mark Carroll podcast. Today we have finished the glute series so we're on to a topic I really love talking about obviously being nutrition. Now today's episode is about what is a refeed and how to do a refeed. So I find these days a lot of people you know are more clued on with nutrition and um, and obviously there's some good content out there on social media and there's also obviously a lot of terrible content on social media, but something people, I think watch content and they hear something and they go, Oh, that sounds cool. But then they still don't quite grasp it, but they want to learn more about it. And that's where in my DMS, I get a lot of these questions around, you know, things like diet breaks and refeeds and, you know, the idea of them sounds really cool to people, but then they go execute poorly and probably don't get the benefits or or as much out of it as they could and you know it's when to use and whatnot so today's episode guys let me break down how to do a refeed day and you know i'll look at the differences between that and a diet break the physiological benefits and psychological benefits um how we actually um increase our calories and also maybe situational times like when would you do this when would you not do it um so yeah guys excited for this episode i'll try to make it short and quick i like episodes where they're punchy so you can just listen on a 10 15 minute drive and then walk away and be like oh cool i learned this and i can explain to my friends or partners or whatever i learn so guys if you enjoy it make sure you share it to your audience all right so how to do a refeed day well firstly we need to know what is a refeed so a refeed is in reference to when we're in a calorie deficit, obviously we're in a calorie deficit and our calories are lower than our maintenance. So we have our maintenance calories where we can maintain, which is our TDE, and then we have a calorie deficit. So a refeed day is basically when we purposely increase our calories out of a calorie deficit towards our maintenance calories or potentially even just above our maintenance calories. Okay, so basically we're purposely eating more and getting out of a calorie deficit. Now, a lot of people probably like do this <laughs> not planned, you know, a lot you know, if you do a calorie deficit for seven days, people have bad days and they eat more and they're out of calorie deficit and, and not purposely, but they just do. So that's not a refeed day. That's just well, technically from a calorie standpoint, it's a refeed day, but is not something that's planned where a refeed day is obviously, you know, something you strategize about and thought about and you have a specific reason why you're actually eating more and breaking the calorie deficit. Now, what's the difference between a refeed day and a diet break? Again, diet breaks are those buzzwords you hear a lot about these days. So prime difference between a refeed day and a diet break is just the duration. A refeed day is normally just that, a day one day, potentially two days. Whereas a diet break, a diet break is normally going to be a, a, a slightly more extended period. So I kind of call diet breaks in a three to seven day kind of period, but you could go up to 14 days as well, potentially. But a diet break is more so just the same thing of increasing your calories, but we're just extending the duration. And this kind of goes back to looking at the, the the reasons why you're doing a diet break versus a refeed day. And when we're doing these, there's two kind of reasons. You look at the physiological benefits 
and then the psychological aspect. So physiologically, what are we trying to do from increasing our calories? Psychologically, what are we trying to do from increasing our calories? And the thing is, we've used different ideas around these. And a fair few years ago, I was lecturing. I remember six, seven years ago, I think I was lecturing um, to coaches around the world about diet breaks and stuff like that. And now with the science out, I probably wouldn't lecture to the same degree about what I used to teach because of the research has probably shown that they're not as incredibly magical as I probably thought. And a lot of us thought. So why do a refeed day? Why do a diet break? So basically, simply, the most simple way to look at it is, is you're having a break from obviously a calorie deficit. When you're in a calorie deficit, it's going to be, yes, leading to fat loss, but it's also going to be phys physiologically demanding. So it's hard on your body. It's hard on your energy levels. It's hard on your training. It's hard on your mood. Um, it has impacts on things like your libido, your sleep quality, your stress, your performance in the gym, you name it. When we diet, when we create a calorie deficit, we naturally get what we call ne negative metabolic adaptations. So by being in a calorie deficit, obviously we're trying to get a fat loss response, but that comes at a cost to some degree. It's just everything in life, you know, there's a balance, yin versus yang, there's good and bad things. Um, but then we've dieting, obviously there's a psychological element. It's quite mentally taxing. It's quite often draining mentally, just, you know, being on low calories and eating the same foods and, um, you know not obviously socializing potentially as much and having as much freedom, but you're doing it for a reason. So the point of a, a diet break or a refeed is primarily to give you a break for, from that. How can we alleviate those negatives at least short term? And so the idea between before with the diet breaks was that, hey, if you had enough days of extended days out of a calorie deficit, you can potentially help to mitigate those negative effects, such as, you know, your hunger levels decreasing, your satiety levels increasing, your libido increasing, your energy and such like that. Versus the idea that with a refeed day, a refeed day of just one day up can give you nice short-term benefits, but it's probably not going to give you the physiological benefits. So the idea was that for a diet break of say a week or two weeks up, it's going to have a more profound effect physiologically on things like your hormones and stuff like that. But a refeed day is not going to have that same effect. Basically the idea was that because a refeed day is shorter, the duration of calories up probably won't help um, mitigate those negative effects as much. But the benefits of a refeed day are more so psychological. It gives you just a break through the rigors of dieting. Just having a day of calories up can often just decrease your stress, decrease your mood and just have you relax a bit more. But back to kind of what I was saying with the benefits of, of say a diet break. Now it seems that maybe the benefits of a diet break from a physiological standpoint of, you know, reducing all those negative metabolic adaptations is probably not as correct. It basically seems like when you diet and lose weight, you're going to get those negative adaptations regardless. And as soon as you come back to a calorie deficit after, say, a week up, they're probably going to be there again, those negatives, because you've lost weight. 
But this doesn't mean diet break isn't bad. It's probably just not as magical. It's not just going to be like this thing where you increase your calories and all of a sudden you come back to being in this fat burning machine and whatnot. Your met metabolic rate picks up again and stuff like that. Because again, you've lost weight, you weigh less, so you're burning less calories. But back to the refeed. So with a refeed, if it doesn't really do too much for, say, your hormones and metabolic rate because it's just one day, then why would we do it? Well, I find with my clients, some days they're just having bad days and they're just really, really pushing hard with a deficit. Some days just having that one day of calories up can make you just feel better. It can just make you psychologically go, you know what? I can do this. I feel energized. I feel rejuvenated. I feel full for once in the last period of time. I feel good feeling full or, you know, now I feel really good to crush my session again. Often in life, you know, it just takes something small to kind of get out of pain or something small to feel quite good again and get your positive feelings back and your hope back and stuff like that. It's not often this grand thing that needs to happen. It can just be something quite small. And I find working with so many clients the last 16 years or so is that sometimes it just takes one day of increasing calories to feel really good again and psychologically ready to come back to a calorie deficit and get your momentum back. If you've been dieting for a period of time, sometimes you're just like, oh, man, I just feel it so over. I'm just done. And all of a sudden you go, all right, this Sunday, we're going to increase your calories by six, 700 calories. All of a sudden that day, you feel relaxed. You're enjoying more food. You have something a bit more fun you've been wanting or whatever. You feel full for the first time in your belly for a long time. And then you go, you know what? I feel good. And then you wake up Monday morning and you go, yep, let's get back to this deficit. I feel good. I'm back on point. Even though I had that one day up of calories, I'm ready to get back to it. I feel rejuvenated and I'm excited to do it again. So just by doing that one day of increasing calories, you can actually drive up adherence levels again. You can motivate the client again. You can make the process not feel so terrible and you can just break it up a little bit. And that's where... Ultimately, you know, fat loss success does not come from having one bad day or one day of increased calories. Fat loss success comes from sustained period of time in a calorie deficit. So for a lot of people, just having that one day up, even if every four, five, six, eight weeks can actually then mean, hey, I feel good. Now let's get back to it again. And you feel good. So therefore, you're going to be more adherent. You're going to stick to the plan and get that, that response again. Now, this doesn't mean that everyone needs to refeed days. For someone like my partner, Lauren, she hates refeed days or diet breaks when she's in the zone with dieting. She just wants to keep that momentum going. Let's keep going well. I'm in the zone. And for a lot of people, a couple of days up can then make them feel like they've lost that routine. They've lost that sense of, all right, I'm in the zone. So not everyone are refeed days and diet breaks for. From experience of certain lifters, some of them, especially my more elite lifters actually prefer not to do them. They just prefer to keep the momentum going. And what I find is that the people who often have struggled with dieting tell you, oh, I need refeed days. I need diet break days and all that stuff. And, you know, after one week of dieting, they're like, Oh, can I have a diet break or refeed? It's like, no, you literally just fucking came started. Just relax. Like focus on winning, focus on doing the little things. Well, don't feel like, if you need after a week or two weeks, a diet break or a refeed day, it's not from a physiological standpoint. It's not even from a psychological standpoint. You just don't want to probably be in a deficit enough. Okay. You need to learn to 
get through hard periods and accumulate hard days because those hard days you accumulate leads to progress. So something I also find in a lot of people who struggle with light weight or don't lose weight very successfully are the ones who desperately want to run back to those high calorie days. So I'm not saying even though I'm doing a podcast about refeed days, they're bad, but I just feel like people overuse them. And a lot of people I think will just do well using them sparingly, you know, maybe every six weeks, eight weeks. And that one day up can do a lot of wonders. But I feel also if you're constantly running back to high calories every few days, obviously you're slowing down the fat loss process. So think of it like this. Obviously a refeed day means you're going to be out of a calorie deficit. So that means you're in less of a deficit for the week. Not for, not a terrible thing over the grand scheme of things every three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, et cetera, having a day up. But if you're constantly going one day up a week, then in order to get the same rate of fat loss or after, then those other days of being in a deficit actually need to be greater. So you need lower calories on those other days because you're constantly coming out of a deficit. And then that can also make adherence harder. So this there's there's many factors to kind of at play with it. But my big thing is I like to use refeed days, not so much planned out in advance. I like to use them when my client feels like they really need them. And the key thing to understand though is, well, does that mean when they're hungry, you need them? No, guys, I'm sorry to tell you this. You're going to be hungry in a calorie deficit. That's life. It's just like when I you go for a run or something, it's going to be hard at times. It, it is, if, if you stop as soon as you get hungry or feel tired or something like that, you're never going to get great results. But there's a level of, hey, this is hard. I'm a bit hungry at the time right now. And then, you know, it goes away versus I'm just have no energy for the last three weeks. I'm just ravenous. I'm just so moody. I just hate the process. I can't do this another day. Then that's where you go, all right, cool. Now's the time to increase calories. But you don't want to just go, all right, let's run back to high calories the minute you feel a tiny bit tired or the minute you feel a little bit hungry. Often you just need to suck it up and get through those tough days. And I say that because I know that often those tough days come quite early, but then you get through those two or three days where you're really hungry, you're low energy. And then all of a sudden you get in the zone. When you get in the zone, all, all of a sudden it comes easy. In the next couple of weeks, you feel really good. And you just keep running in those days that you feel really good. It's funny, often when you start dieting, the first couple of days, you're more hungry than the days in weeks three, weeks four, weeks five, weeks six. It's just getting through those initial few days, adjusting and continuing the process. So that leads me, obviously, to how to do a refeed day. So pretty simple, guys. In order to do a refeed day is we're just going to take our calories up to your TDE. So work out your TDE. So let's say um, your maintenance calories, your TDE is 2,000 calories and you're on 1,500 calories. So the simplest way is just go, all right, for the refeed day, I'm going to eat increase my calories by 500. Okay, so you're just increasing your calories, making up the gap that has been the calorie deficit. And then what do you do? How do I make up those calories? Primarily, the simplest way I like to do is just increasing carbohydrates. So 500 calories of carbohydrates equals 125 grams of carbs. So you're just driving up your carbohydrates because increase your carbs to feel a bit more pumped up. You inc increase your muscle glycogen. So when you eat carbohydrates, they get stored in your muscles. The glucose gets stored in your muscles as muscle glycogen. So all of a sudden, 
you, the next day you have a really good workout because you've got more glycogen, more energy, and you feel a bit better, more pumped and stuff like that. Or, you know, you can also increase carbs and fat. So your fats are really low. I might have someone go, um, hundred, 150 grams, um, calories, hundred and 150 calories of fats and say 350 calories of carbohydrates. Now with protein, do you need to put protein up? No, because remember protein is job is to help preserve muscle mass by increasing your calories just alone. You're already doing that. So I'd always favor pushing my calories primarily to carbohydrates and a little bit to fats and even potentially decreasing protein slightly to allow you to have even more calories to push to carbs. So let's say my clients add 140 grams of protein. I might drop them to 120 grams of protein because then that gives me an extra 20 grams I can push to carbs on top. Because again, remember it's only short terms, one day. Now you can also go slightly above. You could go 100 calories above, 200 calories above. But primarily I just try to take to maintenance for one day. And all of a sudden you do this for one day and you feel really good the next day. And then you get back in the zone and quickly get back to it. Now, final point is guys, a mistake sometimes people make though is they go, all right, I'm on 1500 calories. I'm eating really good foods. Now I've got my calories at 2000. Therefore, I'm just going to have a cheat day. And they go eat McDonald's and within one meal, they've had 2000 calories. And now, sorry, my alarm's going off. And now they've got no calories for the rest of the day and actually even hungrier. So the point is, this is not a cheat day. It's a, strat a strategic plan of attack. And what you want to do is feel full. So don't go incorporate all these different foods you haven't been having for a long period of time. Because often when you reintroduce certain foods, you can feel really bloated. Your belly can feel sick um, and you actually feel worse. Or you choose foods that are super calorie dense and not very volume based. And then actually you feel hungrier again after, and you haven't probably served the purpose of the refeed. So this is where by having say 500 calories more, have 500 calories of the same kind of carbohydrates you've been having. So, you know, it works for your body. You feel good on them. And it's just going to be foods that are again, high in volume. So that 500 calories feels like it goes a really long way and you feel more full and rejuvenated to get back to your calorie deficit the next day all right guys i hope there's some value in it i think there was because i know when i learned this stuff years and years ago it helped so much and you know it's super super valuable stuff that i think anyone can implement and you know i cover all this kind of education in my training program so if you want to learn about this stuff guys go check out my training programs if you want to obviously level up your results and your knowledge and if you enjoyed this episode, guys, please leave a five-star rating. I try super, super hard to bring a lot of value. So if I do bring value to you, please share this to your audience. It takes, you know, a couple of seconds, but it helps me so much and, you know, helps with the motivation to keep putting out so much free content. All right, guys, thank you so much. Have a great day.